Welcome back to another episode of the Fight Hard, Love Much podcast. I feel like I've been missing in action, and I guess I have for a few weeks. Um, I w- had a podcast I was working on and just could not get it to go. It did feel right. Um, I couldn't get the approval from my husband, and then I just kind of emotionally got stuck. And so I let it go for a little bit until I was ready to come back. Um, I'm still putting that podcast on hold for a little bit, but today I wanted to do one about mothers and the women in our lives. Um, So I hope you bear with me. I know Mother's Day is now over, and hopefully you all had a wonderful day and were able to celebrate with your family and your kids or those who you love. It was a a great day for me. I spent lunchtime with all my kids and three grandbabies, and it was wonderful. Of course, had to spend some time down at the cemetery missing Sam on my Mother's Day. Of course, I wish he was here making a hot mom video of me that I just absolutely hate and walk out of the room telling him to go to bed. Um, but overall, it was a great day. I even got my battery uh, leaf blower that I asked for from my kids, which my daughter-in-law cannot understand why I would ask for that. But hey, I needed one for the porches in the lawn. So my attitude about Mother's Day has changed over the years. Used to go to church and hear about all the wonderful mothers and everything that that we should be doing or that we could be doing or how much our kids love us and and then come home and have reality with kids and you kind of feel like what the heck Brian was telling me how they had a lesson on womanhood and motherhood in in priesthood and I said well that's about I'm sure you guys had some really good advice for us and what we should be doing because that's about like Me, when I was 20 and not married with kids, thinking I had all the answers on motherhood. I'm sure most of you would agree that motherhood is probably the hardest thing you've ever done, but also the greatest thing you've ever done. And I don't want to leave out those who haven't had a chance to be a mother, who may be single, who may not have been able to have children, because I... I think you guys are awesome, and the trials that you guys have had to go through are things that we can't understand, and the impact that you make in other people's lives is so great, and I admire you for all of the things that you guys, that you might do. So thank you for your examples and your your love um, to us also. Motherhood, <laughs> it's been the the most roller coaster ride ever. I saw a little quote a couple weeks ago that made me laugh because it said, motherhood, it's hard, and then it's hard, and then it might get a little easier, and then it's hard, and then it's harder, and then it's just as hard as it could be, something like that. Like, And I laugh thinking, yep, that's about right. Um, it starts out with that tiny baby, And everything is so wonderful. And then that baby cries. And he cries. And he never stops crying. And then he's throwing up everywhere. And you have throw up 
all the time, all over everything. And then you're exhausted and you don't think you can make it another day, but you keep going and you think, oh my gosh, what am I, how am I ever going to live a life? How am I ever going to have another child? One child is so much. I, I totally remember thinking that with my first, like I can't go to church because I have this baby and I can't ha- teach a primary class because of this baby and all these things that, uh, no, my whole life is focused on this one baby. And then they start to smile and you go in in the morning and you get them out of bed and they give you that humongous smile like, oh my goodness, you're my mom. Thank you. Thank you for coming to get me. And then they start to give you kisses and things just nobody can melt your heart the way that that baby does as they give you a smile. So you make it through. Maybe you throw in another kid in there. Then they become three or four and you sign them up for T-ball. And I get it. Some of you guys do not like T-ball. I loved the T-ball games. I had, of course, I had all the boys and Allie. She, of course, wore a pink skirt to T-ball games and her brothers were on a different team. And so they went all boy and made up and she had her pink skirt on. Sam would ask how many more sleeps does he have to go through before the next game? Spencer literally wore baseball outfits for days waiting for his first T-ball game. I loved watching their excitement for T-ball or basketball or Allie in singing and how she would get up on stage and just glow and be so excited to follow Miss Jenny, her teacher, and sing and dance and just the pure joy of watching them become this person who did things. I loved, I loved the toddler years. Um, I remember when my first kid, Tim, went to kindergarten. One day I kind of sat in the car and watched him go. And he got in line with his friends. And they were kind of like, you know, pushing each other, like so excited to see each other. And I thought, he's all grown up because he loved to go to school. And so then you go through the years of, watching them learn new things, watching them try new things. Sometimes they love it. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they excel at it. Sometimes they don't. My first three were great at school. The teachers loved them. They hardly got into trouble. They did their work. You know, I would be the proud mom walking into that parent-teacher conference and yes, your child has all A's and they're doing great and they're always the star of the week person. I mean, I I was proud of them. They did a great job. So when my twins and Sam didn't follow the footsteps, it was a little bit harder for me to figure out how to still be proud of them in what they do. I remember Jake in fourth grade, he was really struggling and even getting into some fights. And he just said, it's easier to be bad than to be good. And I, I thought, you little brat. But it was hard for me to accept them on the things that they were good at and to love them for that. They've taught me a lot about loving even during the difficult times and not just during the easy times of being the best kid in the class, but to be able to to love them no matter what. And I'm still learning that one. 
that's another podcast for another time. So you can just say, I really loved watching my kids grow. I loved being with them. I loved making them dinner. I loved hearing about their day. I loved watching them perform or play a game. I I loved it all. And they would probably say, well, but mom, you were always stressed. I don't know what they would say, but I, I loved it. And yes, it was stressful. For a while, I had four kids under the age of four. I had three kids in diapers for quite a few years, it seemed. My house was always a wreck. There were toys everywhere. There were dirty diapers everywhere because, heck, you can only throw away so many diapers in a day. I think I put my pajamas on at 5 o'clock almost every night for a while because I just hoping that they would go to bed. For family home evening, I prayed that the kids would fall asleep on their own so that we didn't have to do family home evening because it was always a mess. It was just so not always fun. And yet it was fun and it was great memories. Um, we would say prayers as the kids got older and the prayers would turn into being there for 45 minutes because nobody would shut up. Everybody just kept talking or laughing or Sam was doing something totally weird and everybody yelling him to, to chill. Or But those were the best times ever. So anybody out there who has been lucky enough to be blessed with lots of boys, you know that there's lots of things that happen. I'm sure girls do too, but I just had my one and she she had her emotional sassiness to her. Um, but my boys were boys. Let's just say my house was never quiet. I learned lots of new ways that you can, where you can pee and how you can pee that basketball and can be played in the house. We still have a mini court basketball in my kitchen right now with hoops on the doors. Lots of walls have been broken because of it. In our old house, we had a basement. And so we literally put basketball hoops on each end and they would have basketball down there or kill the man or football or whatever else. It would get smelling so bad down there because of the boys just being boys. I've had some pee in standing up on the counter to see if they could make it into the sink. I've had some pee in squirt squirt guns and squirt their brothers. Others just flat out pee in a cup and throw it on their brothers or open the shower and pee on them while they're showering. I I mean, the house has never been quiet (laughs) with my six boys. And I'm I'm fairly chill person when it comes to things like that. And of course, I probably screamed and yelled at him. But I think it's pretty funny. Um, for those of you who haven't heard the story of Sam and the gecko he found at church, we were leaving church and he found a gecko in his classroom. And so as we were leaving, he put it down the back of my shirt of my dress and it got stuck. And there were, you know, 50 people around in the hall and I couldn't get it out. And so I just had to hold it so that it wasn't moving. And I would, I drove home with it in my shirt, holding it so that I couldn't feel it move. Lots of people asked me, well, what'd you do? That's so, so disrespectful. Did you, what was his consequence? And honestly, I mean, I should have given him a big consequence 
but I got to hand it to the kid. <laughs> he was always doing things like that. And it was just funny. The gecko survived. We got it out at home. It was actually pretty large and I had a picture of it. But that was my life was just random stuff always going on. And so I loved it. I loved being a mom. I loved being a mom to six boys. I loved being a mom to a sassy girl. Has it always been easy? Heck no. Have I had lots of trials along the way? Yes. Each motherhood, each person who's a mother has different things that go on that they get to handle or deal with or trials or joys. Um, I feel like I've had quite a few ups and downs and experiences. One is having twins. Not everybody gets to do that. They were a surprise and a joy, a mess. I don't know if I could have done it without my sisters and family members, and especially my mom helping us through that first year. I held a 13-week-old baby boy fetus after having a miscarriage at home and nobody was home to take me to the doctor at the time and I couldn't get in the car. And so he was delivered at home. And I'll tell you, 13 weeks, he had arms, he had legs. It was a boy and I just held it in my hand. That was one of the hardest things that I thought I'd ever have to go through was that miscarriage at home and the trauma that came with that. After having that, the doctor said, you can no longer have more kids. Your uterus is shot, you won't hold anymore. But I, I didn't want to be done having children and so I kept going and went to fertility I know some of you will think that I am absolutely nuts after having six kids that I would go and want to be on fertility treatments, but I wasn't ready to accept not having any more babies, and so I did that. And for you moms out there who have struggled with infertility, my heart breaks for you. I struggled big time with just the whole concept of not having any more and going through the shots, paying the money, just the constant visits, not having it work. Um, I can't, but I had six kids and so I was still busy. I can't imagine that pain and loneliness that you must feel as someone who is longing and just wishing to be a mother. I have experienced a little bit of that then after finally deciding that it's not worth it to my other kids, then I moved on and did what I needed to do physically. But then we went the road of adoption. And if anybody ever says, people said to me all the time, oh, you went the easy way. That is probably the biggest lie, the most wrong thing to say to somebody who goes the adoption way. It is tough. It takes forever. You have people coming in and looking at your home and making sure it's okay for you to take a kid. Your whole background, your whole life is put out there for you to be able to maybe, if you're lucky, get chosen to be an adopted parent. 
it's not an easy way. And it's just as difficult emotionally and mentally as having a child. Because then after you do have everybody look at your life, then you wait. And you wait and hope that somebody connects with you. Well, we got lucky because a young girl and her mom saw our family picture and they wanted the child to have brothers and sisters and lots of cousins. And they met with us. And seven days later, Spence was born. And I was able to be in the room. I was able to cut his cord. I was able to be there to hold him right at the beginning. It's an experience as a mom that I can't really explain. But also for anybody who says, how could she give up her baby? Let me just tell you, she never wanted to give him up, but she knew it was the best thing for him. She loved him and she still loves him to this day. But I watched a mom with unconditional love hand her baby over to me with her heart breaking. And I, I had, on one hand, we were overjoyed and my heart was bursting with love for Spence. But at the same time, my heart ripped in two as I watched her hand him over with a breaking heart. Um, that What happened in that hospital room was a little bit of heaven, though, to watch this mother give her child to our family to raise. So I've had that experience. I've had children suffer. I've watched them suffer. I've watched them make, make choices that bring suffering and sadness into their lives. I've also watched them make choices that brings light and happiness back into their lives. It's such a roller coaster as a as a mom to watch the kids go through life and make choices and learn. But of course, then I've watched and experienced the death of, a, of my child. And I've watched as a mom the effect it's had on the siblings, which also then in turn makes my heart break as a mom. Would I, would I trade any of this? Of course I would trade to have Sam back. Would I ever trade or not want to be a mom? Absolutely not. Not in a million years. Being a mom has, has brought me the greatest joy. It's taught me how to love unconditionally. It's taught me how to have fun and let the little things go. Let the get-go go down the dress and just laugh at it. It's taught me how to allow the house to be crazy and basketball going on. Um, it's taught me how to sit with a child as they're suffering. It's taught me how to enjoy their successes and also how to hurt with them when they hurt. There is so much good out there and there's so much good that our children do. It's not always easy to recognize it and to enjoy the moments. I know we've heard of many times, enjoy the small moments, but that is so true. 
that's if I could go back and take those those little times of changing three different diapers or a baby smile or having family dinner together and everybody laughing or everybody arguing, take your pick. Those are the little moments that matter. So anyways, I hope that as you've coming off Mother's Day, that you remind yourself it's okay. It's okay not to be perfect. It's okay to make the mistakes. It's okay to just keep trying. But enjoy those little moments. Whether you're the mom with three young kids who think it's never going to end and wait for that day that you can sleep through the night or not have little ones crying. Or if you're the mom with the teenagers that you still don't sleep through the night. Because let's face it, you don't sleep most of motherhood. But teenagers are just as bad as new babies. Tim was a senior when we got Spencer, and that was just really not a good combination of having teenagers and a brand new baby who never slept. But just remember, it doesn't last forever. They grow up. They move out. So just remember to try to enjoy the the small things. Enjoy the, the family dinner that everybody's arguing. Enjoy that family home evening that nobody's listening. Or the family prayer that lasts for 45 minutes. Or the gecko down the dress. Or the basketball that happens. Or the t-ball game. Enjoy those, those little moments. You guys are all great. And I am amazed at the strength that women have. Mothers and those who are also out there who are helping us raise our our children and our families. So thank you very much. Until next time, remember to fight hard, love much.